cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. That's right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another awesome, exciting, and feel good, most importantly, feel good episode of Life with Lebang. My name is Lebang Kosana, and we do this every single week, courtesy of cliffcentral.com. And I'm very happy that once again, we get to hang out. Once again, we get to chill. And we are on episode 22. How exciting. 22. Hmm. Makes me like think about the fact that it's the year 2022, right? And you know, there's just something about the number two, right? Ah, such a good feeling. Hope you're good. Hope you're feeling well. Um, thank you again for choosing to chill and to hang out. I love the fact that we get to do this every single week. This really is like my therapy. And so I appreciate the fact that we get to do this together because my job is just to hope that after you've listened to at least one episode of Life with Lebang, you are in some or other way moved and encouraged and inspired to go out there and be great, be great rather, be great, to go out there and be great because the world is ready for you, baby. The world is aching for your glory and for your goodness. So yeah, today we're going to be discussing something that is it's pretty difficult. It's pretty tough. It's not an easy conversation to have, but it's something that we cannot ignore simply because it's there and it exists. And this is, it's, it's about reconciliation. This is about forgiveness. And this is about opening up your mind and finding it in your heart to say, I forgive you and let's have a clean slate. And it's not always easy. And it's never easy when it comes to your family members, more so your parents. Now, something I've shared on multiple occasions on this show is a statistic that scares me every single time I think about it, which is that 70% of South African households are fatherless. And not just any South African households, black households in particular are fatherless. That's a lot of households that don't have dads. And many others also don't have moms. And many just don't have parents. Most, some are child household only. So child-headed households. But, you know, there comes a time where if you're lucky enough, your parents come around. And it could be years and years later. It could be for whatever reason. But sometimes your dad who has never been in your life or your mother who has never been in your life comes back into the picture and now wants to be in your life. And you are now an adult. Or you're like a late teen and you've just lived your entire life without the guidance and the love and the care that you've needed from your parent. And now suddenly they're back and they say, Hey, my child, forgive me. I haven't been around, but I'm around now. I want to get to know you. I want to spend time with you. I want to be there for you. Now the most natural human response to that is, uh, no, 
take a hike. Where have you been? I've been fine on my own. I'll continue to be fine on my own. And I don't need you. But the purpose of the show today is to try to encourage you to open up your heart to the possibility of having a strong relationship with a parent who hasn't been around in your life. Reconciliation with a parent who just, for whatever reason, they haven't been in your life. And this, in the South African context, it it happens. It happens a lot where... Maybe your parent is suddenly on their deathbed or they just got told they got cancer or they just got told, you know, that they are dying. And then suddenly they want to get to know you because they're dying. The response is usually no thank you. But I hope after today and after you listen to the show, you will be encouraged to actually open up your heart and your mind to having a relationship with your parents and forgiving them for the years that they weren't around. Maybe it wasn't in their control and only now they can get to you. If that's the case, please welcome them with open arms into your life because you never know. And of course, you'll be asking yourself questions like, why now? Why did they even leave in the first place? And why are the expectations of instant forgiveness? Instant forgiveness is almost, it's, it's very, it takes a certain level of human. Somebody who's at a higher level of like spiritual awareness to be able to instantly forgive. I think everybody needs time to forgive. Everybody needs a bit of space to unpack. You know, time heals. Time is beautiful in that it heals, but time is also scary in that we think we've got so much of it. Whereas the truth is we don't have much of it. So it's important to get that balance of, okay, you, you're suddenly back in my life. Cool. I'll need a bit of time to process everything, but I will eventually forgive you. Let's work on it together. And of course, there'll be trust issues um, to, to consider because you, you may not know this person at all. These are some things that you can consider when reconnecting with an estranged family member. When making the choice to mend ties, it's so important to consider the seriousness of the matter and the reasons for conflict. Because serious conflicts that can lead to estrangement include all sorts of things. Emotional, physical, sexual abuse, substance use disorder, domestic violence, some sort of trauma, social or political value differences, financial disputes, personal arguments, any sort of uh, behavioral addictions that got life-threatening. I mean, anything could have happened. And in the South African case, maybe, you you know, the situation just didn't allow. And back in the day, you know, all black dads were sent to work far away from the families, from the mothers and the children. So they were sent to work in the mines and in other areas far away from where their families are. And the mothers were just expected to be able to build this family by herself. So there could be a multitude of reasons. But step one is to try and figure out exactly what's going on and where to from here. Figure out a treatment plan, you know, the potential conversations that could happen and find a way to reunite the family. We can't live in the past. We can't stay stuck there and say, yeah, well, 
Dad, you left mom and I when I was two. So for that reason, you don't have access to me anymore. And I don't want to, I don't want you to be a part of our lives. You never know what could have happened. I know it's difficult. Trust me. I know it's very difficult to just say, okay, cool. Let's keep moving like nothing happened. But the idea is to not move as though nothing happened. You have to face the facts. It's going to get uncomfortable. It's going to get a bit confrontational even. To have these conversations, but it's the only way to move forward. Reflect on the motivation for reconnecting. You know, some sources of motivation include shame, guilt, obligation, family persuasion. And some parents and children just may be required by law to have mandatory visits. But aside from legal obligations, connections are best when there's a genuine motivation to heal and reconcile. I'm going to say that again. Reconnections are best when there is a genuine motivation to heal and reconcile. When both parties are open to the idea of what could possibly be an amazing friendship, a great partnership, having somebody that you can depend on, someone you can lean on, someone you can confide in, companionship, the possibility of having that in your mother, your father, or your mother and your father potentially having that in you is something you should open your mind to because that could be enough if you are willing to just let go of the pain from the past, the trauma. And by let go, I mean, I'm not saying throw it away and kick it out of your mind as though it didn't happen. Don't act as though it didn't happen. It happened, yes. But heal through it. Get through that. Identify that as a pain point and something that may have brought upon a trauma. Heal from that. Maneuver your way through breaking that down and how it had an effect on other factors of your life Once you've done the full circle of healing from that trauma, then you open up your mind to a new version of you who has an open mind, who's willing to have conversations with people who may have been estranged and family members who may have been estranged in the past. I encourage you today to just think about how to approach confrontation. And this one's never easy. But how does one know that reconciliation is a good idea? When has enough time passed? Is there such a thing? Is 20 years too long? Is two months too long? Is two weeks too long? These are questions you need to ask yourself and figure out for yourself because you are the one who ultimately has to make that decision to say, you know what? I do want you back in my life. It will take me some time, but I won't give up on what could possibly be a great relationship with you, mom or dad. Determine what forgiveness looks like to you. So forgiveness can obviously take many forms, you know, some of which may come at the expense of the forgiver's mental and emotional peace. That's the truth. Self-reflection is a key, key part in understanding forgiveness and how it fits into reconciliation. It's what I said now, now about Figuring out what your past traumas are, especially if they related to maybe growing up without your mom or your dad or, you know, being left, that feeling of abandonment, whatever trauma you experienced growing up. 
deal with that, heal from that, self-reflect, and then you'll understand why forgiveness exists and how that fits into reconciliation. Always be ready for anything. Always be ready for anything. Attempt to reconnect with an estranged family member or rather attempting to reconnect with an estranged family member doesn't always end in reconciliation. Though some conversations won't go as planned, you know, people can create a healthy lifestyle in the aftermath. It may not be what you want it to be. You may have an idea of what this reconciliation will be like. Oh, cool. We, I'm going out for lunch or for a coffee with my dad who I haven't seen for 25 years. This is going to be so awkward. This person knows nothing about me. Again, have an open mind. You never know where it's going to take you. Sometimes all that you need is to have two people of the same blood in the same room. And the universe will do all the work. You just get there and be there and be present and watch the love do the rest of the work. Because there's just, there's like an unwritten feeling or the, like an unwritten energy that exists when you're in the same room as your family members. And it's such a strong energy that it's placed anywhere. So if it's placed in positivity and you guys all love each other and all, everything is good and things are going so well, it feels amazing, right? Everybody's smiling. There's food being cooked in the kitchen. You know, people are cracking jokes. It's just like, when the vibes are good with your family, it feels explosively great. And in the same way, when the vibes are extremely bad with your family, it's almost explosively bad. There's like this anger and this hatred and this sadness. and Because we know that we are bonded by blood, no matter how far away we are, in the world from each other, no matter how how much time has passed between us being together. We're family. It's our blood that does all the work when we are together again. So if you get a phone call from an estranged family member, whether it be your mom, your dad, your cousin, your sibling, open up your heart to the possibilities of a, a new friendship, a clean slate, and just never give up on people. Don't ever give up and say, you know what, you've tried. You, you don't want to try anymore. People change. And I know this is an old, like an age old song. You've probably heard it a million times, but I've, I've seen it with my own two eyes. People change and they can become good if they want to. So, if this works, call me and tell me. <laughs> Hit me up and tell me, hey, this actually worked. I opened up my heart. I opened up my mind. I forgave this estranged family. And give things time. Don't rush it. It's not always going to happen overnight. But just try. Try yourself out. You never know what the new year or this new version of yourself deserves. Because you deserve the best and you can only find the best if you seek it. So today I pray and I hope that you are seeking constantly every day. You are choosing 
to feed that wolf inside of you that wants to be better. Thank you so much for listening. It's always great to catch up and to hang out. Again, my hope is that after you've listened to this, something will give and it'll be the right thing. Because that's life, right? And this is Life with Lebang. Cliffcentral.com